Yo, what's the nerve? With G Cams? Yo, that's my name. Oh, my bad. With Razor Ralph and G Cams. <laughs> Yo, pick, man. My boy G Cams, the Prince, uh, co host yes. of the Nerve podcast. Um, uh huh. Known Herb. Oh, it's like, now I'm playing. Hey, what's happening? What's happening? Known Square. <laughs> um, 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 you gotta stop watching Mayweather interviews. <laughs> um, I was watching some of his fights this morning. Um, um, I'm doing well, you know. <laughs> Um, chilling, chilling. Good to hear. It's a nice Sunday. Nice I love my Sunday. Sunday. Lazy, yeah. You know, lazy, but still work to be done. You know, as we are here. Yeah. Um, but I like this. This is like it's like work because you got to take time out your day to do it, and you got to be, um, what's the word? What's the word when you got to be like diligent, mentally invested? Yeah, of of sorts. You have to you have to bring some sort of professionalism on board. Yeah. But it's fun. It's fun. Nonetheless. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a structured chill sesh. That's what I look <laughs> at it as. Yes. Yes. Right? It's a structured bantering session. Yeah. 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 Can't talk about... Uh, I mean, we talked about it. I saw on Twitter male depression was going on. I feel like... Male depression? Male depression. You know, have you seen those tweets where it says, clot and it says, the thing, and people give their opinion on what that means to them or whatever? No. You've never seen that on your team? Oh, you follow like two people. Yeah. Well, what happens is like. This is a Twitter thing? This is a Twitter thing. Yeah, yeah. There's like a picture of a phrase, right? Or yeah. or something. So like, when you said bumble clot, that's just a that's chosen what phrase. Or it, just bumble clot on every picture? On whatever picture of whatever <laughs> term or whatever, right? Okay. It says something. It'll say like like this one, for instance, was um, male depression. And then it says Bumba Clot. So then people will retweet that. And then on top of that, they'll say some dumb shit like what it is. You know, I saw mad girls tweeting like this is a serious problem. Male suicide rates are through the roof and it's because of this and that and blah, blah, blah. And uh-huh. then, of course, there's dudes there saying, yeah, if male suicide rate is high because of women. <laughs> yeah. You know, just stuff like that. But, yeah, I don't I'm not with male depression, man. <laughs> I don't think I, mean, I don't think depression I think discriminates. Males, no, no. Sexually. I, I, exactly. Depression yeah. is depression. It's but depression. women want males to talk about it like that's going to solve anything. Men are stressed for different reasons. Like males aren't depressed like, oh, depression, talk about it. It'll get you out. Nah, man. We're just stressed out. I feel like a lot of dude suicides come from a lot of stress from, from I don't want to single women out, but <laughs> uh, from just life, man. There's a lot of pressure on a man. And, and to any man listening right now, they know that there is a lot of pressure on men to do a lot of things, and they're held up to a certain certain standard. Be successful, take care of family. Always be a protector. You got to be there for all the people, not just the woman in your life, but mm-hmm. your family, and your this, and your that. And it's a lot of a load on, on, on a man's back. Mm-hmm. And some men just can't handle it. They can't handle it. You weren't meant to carry that load. I can't disagree with your assessment. You know, I think there's a lot of different factors. Many many men are depressed for a different reason. I think it's just. Some I mean, that's a that's a that's a generalization, but everyone has no. But women just thing. want. I think women want want to men, be the reason. They want no no. They just want to be the reason to cure depression. Women want to cure men's depression. Yeah, like yo, just come talk to me. Be vulnerable. It's not about that. I I just don't think it's about that. Like me talking about my issues and my problems is not going to solve anything. I got to get out and do it. It's man. an action thing. It's an action. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like sometimes no though. And, like and, and a lot of male depression, depression. It depends on what 
depression is, you know, what the cause of the depression is. For instance, like if you lose someone, you know, I just went to like a couple funerals in the last couple D- days. Depression from that. Depression. You get there's nothing one can say or do. Talking about yeah. it ain't gonna bring that person back. Exactly. And there's nothing you could do to bring that person back. So it's just sometimes depression is just a season you have to just weather, man. It's like depression's like winter. It's gonna come. You can't fast forward your way through it. You just gotta go through you it. You gotta and get fight to, it, man. And, and you get gotta through the other you gotta side. get out there. Like a lot of the depression that I that I've experienced mm-hmm. has come from literally I can't even tell you what the root is. It's just life. It's just life. Like you just wake up and it's a rainy day and now you start feeling down. <laughs> and it carries yeah. over, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, literally the sunshine will impact how my day is. Exactly. Go. I love like Tyson Fury. Look at what he said about his depression. He was four hundred pounds highly depressed he went into depression because he was just bored with his career in life like boredom brought him depression yeah but he battled his way out of it yeah you know he found god he he was exercising living a healthier life singing doing karaoke all this stuff man Uh sweet caroline i mean you you got it there's like you said there's no fixed way to solve this like i said it depends on what depression is If if you're depressed because you ain't got money that's a fix. You gotta work hard. You yeah, know what I mean. But I'm not gonna talk about it. Like, but yeah, talking about it. Like, why are you depressed? I don't have money. I'm gonna <laughs> lay down on my chick's <laughs> lap. Like, I'm just yeah. so broke. Yeah, you know, I feel a lot better now that I said that. Yeah, no, no. no it's just got to go about it. it like, it, depression for everyone is different. You know, I think there's no cure. There's no one way to handle depression. Depends. Mm. It's all. It's all relative to yeah. the situation. And I think like when you t- when you just bring it down to this base level of hey just talk about it make yourself vulnerable and you'll feel better i think that is downplaying i think they just want to know it, it, exactly. i think it's a it's a nosy, a nosy situation yeah, that's like, what it is it why really is. are you feeling this way let me i want to you know i want to find out so i can tell my friends about it but you got to it, it's downplaying how it can really impact somebody's life, and there's it's, different ways. Were you was to someone solve trying to get into your depression zone? Was someone? No, I just to saw it? women preaching on men's situations, and oh, I think on, that's on the Twitter because, handle. Yeah, like okay. we, I could never understand a woman's depressive states of sorts, right? Because yeah. her experiences in life are completely different from mine. So I'm not going to give her tips on what works for me. Yeah. If she's asking me for my advice, if she, if, if a girl comes up to me and asks me, I'm going to tell her what worked for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna give the the uh, <laughs> disclaimer. The disclaimer, but you know, do your own research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, that that's just what I think. But do your own research. Do your own research. Yeah, and and like it's always chicks giving dudes advice. Like, yo, get out of here, man. Stick to stick to. Tell a girl. Yeah, you know, I think sometimes that's just the only way they know how to show that they care, is by asking. You know, what if it's not no, nothing no, no, more ask. than just. No, go ahead and ask. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm talking about you're just like talking trash about men, the way men lead their lives. I look at it as an emasculation of a man. When you say like, you know, you need to be more vulnerable and you need to talk about it. And the reason you feel this way is because you keep everything pent up. Hmm. I mean, I think I'm a very vulnerable person, so I can't relate to this stigma. I keep myself pretty open. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Bro, I don't know nothing you go through, man. I go through a lot, man. You know, my dog died. That hurt. Mm-hmm. I told you about that, didn't I? No. I told you my dog died. You sent. You told me you sent it to the pound. Yeah, and and my ex girlfriend told me it died. Oh God. Yeah. What Some a way blood, to find blood out. Blood disease. Get the That's what she said. Your dog had AIDS. 
I don't know, man. I think she killed it. The girl killed it? Like, no, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, no, the dog's dead, but I don't. I She told me it was a blood disease. That hurt. You know, that was my dog. Yeah, but, you know, you sent it to the pound, so whatever. <laughs> I was young. Like, I, was I young. feel, I I feel bad it. that a dog died, but, I mean, you sent it away, man. You I left mean, it for dead. I mean, she died it. So who cares? That's creepy, man. She got the dog. She went and got it? Yeah. After you, were you still with her when she got it? I don't even remember what the situation was like at the time. It was a very blurry situation. There was a lot going on. We were hopping in in and out of the relationship at that time. Oh. One week we were together, next week we weren't. Yeah. You know, one week we were good, next week we had a fight. Who knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it was like a, it was a ongoing toxic situation at the time. It's just both immaturity on both sides yeah good yeah, good people on both i was sides. A, i was a young kid and you know she was a young girl didn't know See, how to handle this really strong feelings we had situations like that make me think like what was it do you can you pinpoint what kept you going back <laughs> yeah <laughs> what was it it was you know just the first love of my life first person i ever really loved you know like you think at that time i was on that like Romeo and Juliet type stuff. Like, yo, nothing's ever going to break us, blah, blah, blah. You know how that is. No, I don't. Well, I was <laughs> in it. <laughs> I know how it is, all right? <laughs> I'm just speaking on me, man. <laughs> I mean, you say you know how it is. <laughs> you brought me into this world, man. You know the vibes. But, yeah, it's, it was that type of <laughs> mindset that I you had know at the, the vibes, time. man. That's the, that, <laughs> that's the 2020 <laughs> phrase to get you out of anything, man. Yeah. Anything you do it, be like, Bro, you know the vibes. You eat your boogers. You know the vibes. <laughs> yeah. You be no, doing bro, I think you just killed that dude. You know the vibes. You know the vibe. Murder <laughs> shit, baby. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Yo, you just ran over a dog. You know the vibes. <laughs> it's whatever. It drive home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the 2020. It is what it is. Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. It is what it is. Has graduated to you know the vibes. But yeah, <laughs> um, back to depression. Yeah. It's, I, just think it's many different things and um i think the first step of handling depression is just being aware that you are depressed number one that's the number one thing you have to be you have to be honest with yourself yeah you know you don't have to screw the other people yeah screw whoever else is in the picture trying to figure you yeah, out find your weaknesses or whatever it uh-huh. is you got to look yourself in the mirror and really just say this is this is what's wrong and i feel this it's a two-step process one admit to yourself you're depressed or realize that you're depressed and two realize why you know sometimes you're not even sure why you feel the way you feel because you never take the time to think about your feelings you're just like life is happening you gotta do this you gotta wake up there's so much to do but your feelings are still happening have you ever and you never get a chance to address them have you ever felt like because you said that and it reminded me of like you know i've i've felt a, a level of like this depression where I'm like, man, I feel really down. Yeah. And it's going on for like a couple of weeks where I'm just like feeling so down. And absolutely. And then when you look at it, right, it's really just self-induced. It has no real root. It's just you kind of put yourself in a zone about, I don't know, something very small maybe that happened in your life. Something so small that you don't even know what happened. Mm-hmm. But you just let that grow inside of you. Yeah. You know, and. Sometimes I'm not saying all the time, but sometimes it's as easy as just shifting your own self. Like, nah, your nah. Own thought process. I'm not gonna allow myself to think this way. 
It's, it's twisted, man. There's a lot of so many different aspects. I think depression is just it's too complex to have one fix, one easy fix. You know, there's not one way to go about 100 percent. And pills aren't the answer to me. I mean, you have antidepressants, of course, but I think those are just those do what alcohol does. You know, temporarily removes you from whatever situation you're in. But yeah. then when you sober up, Come on, it man. still exists. The medications, yo, this guy has scales on his elbow, so he's taking this medicine, and the side effects are 10 times worse than what the hell he's going through. Mm-hmm. Thoughts of suicide mm-hmm. may cause death, may cause heart problems, may cause pulmonary disease. What the? I'll live with the scaly elbows. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. homeboy yeah. jumping in and out of the pool. I don't even uh-huh. like swimming that much. So it's yep. like you got to look at sometimes these medications, the side effects are worse than the shingles. actual issue that you're dealing with. You're saying scaly elbows. Are you? I just saw a commercial shingles? the other day and it was like this some chubby dude is in and, jumping in and out of the pool and it showed him so happy. Yeah. And they were listing the side effects. And I'm like, God damn, I'd rather just wear a full sleeve shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had shingles. That's what it is. Yeah. Depression. Um, no, I'm not trying to talk about a fix for depression. I just was irritated by this one chick's like response to it. And I saw the and when I looked at the thread it was like multiple people talking about the same a lot of it was just a lot of women. I don't know. That, that's shingles. Oh. That's what, shingles they didn't show like. him with shingles. Oh. They just showed him living a good life. I thought you said he had scaly elbows. Well they were talking about it. Do oh. you not want to get in front of people and blah blah blah? Oh. You know? Sounds like he had maybe uh some type of like they showed, I feel like that. I mean, they were listing bad side effects, but it was a good commercial because they were given the issue and they mm-hmm. showed him living a good life. You could do this. <laughs> I saw a commercial selling mattresses and everyone was just jumping on them. The hell's going on here? <laughs> mattresses are for sleep, not for jumping. I think jumping. they were just try to show the joy of having a new mattress. I yeah, guess. Yeah, but it's like trying to sell me a car and showing them jumping on it. <laughs> <laughs> Show me driving the car, man. <laughs> I want to see you behind the wheel. So you would rather them be just laid up sleeping. Yeah, show me comfort. I'm going to be like, wow, that dude looked like he's dreaming so good right <laughs> yeah. now. I need that. I need that Tempur-Pedic Plus. <laughs> so what did you do this weekend, big dog? This weekend? Yeah. Oh, man, my brother's in town, so we just chilling. You oh. know? Okay. Family dinner and shit. Uh-huh. Uh, went out for breakfast today. My old lady just chilled. Uh-huh. But when I was there, I saw this bathroom, and they had two gender-neutral bathrooms, which I think is a great innovation that they should have had a long time ago. Yeah. As opposed to a one men's bathroom and a women's bathroom. Yeah, I don't know I why mean, they don't do that It everywhere. would definitely cut down on lines. Without a doubt, man. You know? I don't understand. Like lines me, I don't really bathroom. care. I'll go into a chick's bathroom if it's a single use. I'm not talking about, like, public restrooms. Yeah. I'm not really with public gender-neutral bathrooms because- you know, I got a mother and I don't, you never know what creep is going to just, what creep just feels like. Yeah, they're going to pull up. Pull up for no reason, yeah. man, get up out of here. But if it's a single use bathroom, it's one person in there at a time, who really cares? Yeah, I agree. I mean. I mean, I'll say this, one time I was at a subway and I had to use the bathroom and some dude was in the, the dude restroom and there was a women's bathroom available. So I went in there, locked the door, start pissing and. Sometimes I piss longer than usual, so I start scoping the area. And I saw something I'd never seen in a bathroom before. What's that? Bloody toilet paper. Oh. I didn't I didn't I didn't like that. I've never seen that in a men's bathroom before. 
I mean, sometimes I, I think went this, into the bathroom over a nosebleed and left bloody. You ever thought somebody could have a nosebleed? <laughs> it's possible, man. But yeah, very possible. It was very, blood on the very, rim of the toilet too. Very so. probable. Yeah, but I don't know why a nosebleed would be on the rim of the toilet and on tissues, and uh, I've just never seen it. I've never seen it. Ew. Yeah. And why would period blood be on the rim of the toilet either? There's shit on rim toilet toilet <laughs> rims too. I've never done that, but I've seen it plenty of times. Yo, sometimes there be <laughs> dudes be getting wild in the bathroom. <laughs> Yo, how did you the shit men's this way? Bathroom is a wild place. Yeah, man. yeah. I don't know what dudes be doing in there. <laughs> All right. I've seen. I've been to a, a a rest area, and I've been to the toilet, and I'm pissing, and there's like, like I mean, not pissing, but I've walked in, like you know, you check the stalls. There's a piece of turd clipped between the the seat and the toilet itself like the base yeah what how did you miss that bad how was it clipped in there like were you taking a shit on the rim and the seat (laughs) fell down and just chopped it in half i don't know to me taking a dump is like a slam dunk you know what i mean that's a hundred percent and I'm seven percent. And I'm you know I mean? eight feet tall (laughs) you can't you can't mess that up you know you're supposed to be windmilling and tomahawk in your dumps every day every time so when you're missing now i feel like you're you got special needs yeah you know what i mean now i feel like you need supervision in the bathroom <laughs> which is you know a double entendre because bathroom is supposed to be a private situation but if you're going in there doing all that stuff you know yeah what are you doing like what are you doing i really like i don't want to ever see that happen but i'm interested to know how Shit gets certain places to in me, a stall. To me, you know that's like I mean? the the cameras people put outside their homes. Mm-hmm. And then when you watch the footage, you realize what kind of animals be running around at yeah. night. You never knew. <laughs> you never do. This is what I feel like a camera in a bathroom <laughs> would let you know, man. What kind of why? Like, bro, that was a coyote in there. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> Yo, why is this butt way up there? <laughs> why is he doing a handstand? <laughs> why? 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 His hands on the rim of the toilet right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure stuff like that be happening. It yeah. has to be. For There's some... no other way. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> but yeah, besides that, man, uh, yeah, just a good Sunday. Yeah. Chill last Sunday. Um, Cold came back with a vengeance. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Uh-huh. But yeah. what about you, man? How was your... How was uh, your... Yo, it was good. Went out last night. Went to this uh Oh, yeah, Africa I saw spot. you posting pictures of some ribs and stuff. You know what's funny about good you, ribs. man? Whether when you when you eating bad, you eating ribs. When you eating good, you eating ribs. Just the quality <laughs> of ribs change. <laughs> yo, that yo, I'm telling you, this spot I went to was so dope, bro. For real, like Joey Garlics. Joey Garlics is a good place, and it did it did what it was supposed to do in my life. Yeah, but I found a new location. Where? Oh, it's in Guilford. I don't know if I'll be able to make it there consistently. Oh, Guilford is far. Guilford is far AF for me, but, yo, it's worth that trip. Really? I got mad food. You got a name to shout out here? No, I don't. I forgot the name. Come on, man. <laughs> I forgot the name, man. And I honestly don't want to disclose it. I don't want I want to go in there and feel like it's my safe You're place. You're such a selfish guy. I just want to go. I just want I just want to go there and feel safe. Yo, bro, like when I like, had the best when I'm wins. when I'm depressed and I need some place to go, I'm going to go there and order ribs, oh, you know? Okay. That kind of thing. I feel you. You know, I, I know you have your spot where you frequent. No, uh, no I just do takeout cuz I like being <laughs> in my house. Oh. When I'm when I'm feeling 
depressive. Yeah. I'm, I'm a order wings. I'm a fat girl on the inside, but uh. I just I've never put whipped cream to the mouth, but I've done everything else. I've done that. Not good. I get a headache. Ew. Yeah. It's not, I did it when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, it's not my best decision in life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that was good food. Um, I don't like that. The what your mind makes you do when you're depressed. Yeah. Leads to instant depression, like instant regret afterwards. Yeah. You know, like whatever I would do to combat a certain like a comfort thing. Mm hmm. I feel good in the moment, man. But about an hour later, I feel worse than I did. It's before. Te- like I said, it's like drinking or antidepressant pills. It's temporary relief. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But antidepressant pills aren't temporary relief. Think you're a little ignorant for that statement, and uh, I mean, you got it because is it one pill and you're good? It turns you into a zombie, I think. Some of those pills aren't good. Some I of mean, them are good. I think they're some of the more severe ones. You know, for severe illnesses, they're good. Yo, because I of have those family pills will make you. Uh, I got people that take them, and and, mm-hmm. and some of them really do benefit from them. Yeah, but certain people who you know, doctors are kind of like crack dealers, where they're like, oh, where? Oh, but you didn't feel me, like getting out of bed? Here's my thing. okay. How long are you supposed to be on an antidepressant? You know, like if if it, it, to me it's not, you're not addressing the problem if you're on pills for years. Yeah, if it's a lifetime you know, thing, then a pill should be okay. Listen, you're going through something right now. Take these pills, and then let's get you some help along and then the wean way. You off. And then we're gonna get you fixed. Yeah. But if you're on p- antidepressants for three years, come on now. You got to get weaned off. Yeah. yeah I used to work off. with, um, you know, a lot of individuals that took that stuff. And that stuff has, like, really adverse effects on you. Like, some of them, they get the shaking and they can't stop. Like, they have, it's called tardive dyskinesia. Yeah. See, I told you the side effects yeah. are sometimes worse than the actual issue because the issue at hand that you were solving mm-hmm. was a temporary thing. Uh-huh. It wasn't like this is how you've been living for your whole life. And tardive dyskinesia, you can't, un- you can't, you can't heal it. You're gonna shake forever, probably, once you start. Damn. So you'll be careful of those things, you know. You see, that's why this stuff is like it's flimsy. Yeah. Yo, so um, <laughs> Joey B won that South Carolina primary, dude. Joe Biden is what they call him. Yeah. In some places. My question. I is, saw that they said he shook up the world. No, he shook up the race real quick. But my question is how. I didn't look into it, man. I just saw him giving his interview about winning and, you know, like, uh-huh. uh, you know, just really happy for the win. Uh, me and my team going to go back to the drawing board, see what we're going to do next. He was giving that whole speech. But I think he's a dumb dummy because he could have just – he had so much juice off of Obama. I feel like if he just said – just say the bare minimum, man. Yeah, say he would have been doing all right. Without constantly name-dropping Obama. And especially after, okay. like, he had the running through the six with, with my, my woes video. Yeah. I feel like his. The streets loved him. The streets had so much love for him after yeah. that. Then he started selling uh, corn pop stories. Corn pop, man. You know. The corn pop story is ridiculous. That talking is about so he ridiculous. got arrested trying to meet Nelson Mandela, which never happened. <laughs> he called the Has woman. Has it been proven that it never happened? Like. Yeah. Wow. He called a woman a lying dog-faced pony soldier. <laughs> and then he said he heard that in the old John Wayne's movies. And, you know, people do their research nowadays. They they said it's never been said in a John Wayne movie. Hey, yo, so he just be talking and somehow be winning. Real senile stuff. <laughs> Real, yo, we got to question this guy. I'm yeah. concerned. 
I just don't understand what people, why people feel the need to just dig themselves a grave. Mm. Like Hillary Clinton was bugging, <laughs> going on Breakfast Club, pulling Who out hot, girl hot twerking sauce. twerking on her? I saw a video of some chick twerking on her at one point. Yo, during a performance. I don't. Ain't that crazy? <laughs> I I don't I don't know who it was, <laughs> but it's not even. I'm not even gonna argue that. Yeah, no. Like, it, I, it I'm really sure you, you didn't just you know make that no, up. I, like, did, I, I know that's real. That <laughs> <laughs> I seems, didn't make that up. Seems Hillary-like. Yeah, so she had some chick twerking on her. I'm like, yo, Hillary? Like, <laughs> we'll do whatever. I mean, she basically said she would when she went on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, whatever it takes to win this election. Yeah, whatever I'm, it takes. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do it. But I feel like these guys don't realize that, yo, if it's a politician, mm-hmm. we don't want you to be a freaking celebrity or some dude we know. We want you to be a politician. Yeah. Keep it keep it there. You're supposed to be everything that people are not. Yeah. What is that? Oh, these are a bunch of little videos that uh let's, let's see what this is. Of of different politicians pandering <laughs> for votes. Pandering season. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Red from Friday. He oh yeah, DJ Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> George Bush was begging of drugs. He begging right? the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton playing the saxophone. <laughs> Yo, Bill Clinton killing it. Yeah, no, nah, that's dope. I, uh, Shout out to Bill Clinton and the sax. Yeah, but that also, that wasn't bad. Also, Obama doing a weak ass dance. <laughs> oh yeah, there's the twerk. Who was that girl? I don't. Do you know recognize her? her? No, no, she's a little big, big <laughs> around the hips. Who is this? Who is this guy? I don't know who this guy is, man. But oh, with a juvenile on the stage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's recent. You, you know, he Juvenile was singing Back That Ass Up, right? That's what he was singing. And a presidential hopeful <laughs> was, yeah, up there. was up there like, girl, you look good. You, you, you got to walk off when that happens, man. Come on now. Wow. You got to walk off when that happens. That's the once, yo, people, whatever it takes. <laughs> you got to admire that. They're willing to do whatever. See, I don't admire it. <laughs> I don't admire it because to me, that's like, I just... You're doing whatever it takes. You're like that kid at school that just wants to be cool so bad. Yeah. You do whatever it takes, and that's. I mean, not to cool. me, that lets you know the character of a person. It's like they'll they'll give up their own values exactly for a vote, and, and I don't that's like the that, type man. of person you got to be authentic. Don't want. Yeah. You got to be authentic, and that's the type of person you don't want. And yeah. you know, to call the shots. For exactly. Them. You get into office and start bugging out. <laughs> yeah. Man. You go to because <laughs> you lied to get there in the first place. Yeah. So what you gonna do when you get there? Just yeah. lie some more. Lie some more. Yeah. Every time you want something done, you're going to just do whatever it takes to appeal to somebody. Nah, man, we got to be held, got to hold some values. Yeah. Something. Stand yeah. for something or so fall for you, anything. who you, I know you, you know, you don't really care. I don't really care. But who who are you, if you had to choose one person right now in in this presidential The, race, the only guy who seems sensible to me right now is is the Bernstein. Yeah. Bernstein yeah. Is, is, is the guy to me, man. My he keeps is, it real, man. He don't like the the thing I like about him is that he's really just the same Bernstein we've been seeing is the mm-hmm. same one you you still see. He doesn't yeah. he ain't flipping for nobody. I like Bernie. I love Bernie and I and like I really hope he wins. I think he has the most realistic shot that I care for. But I also like Elizabeth Warren. She's cool too. She got some she got some plans. Really? There's people up there that don't have plans. They don't really have a 
thing. They're just talking trash about everyone else, but they're not talking about what they're going to do. Yeah. You know, Bernstein, he been trying to yeah. get put y'all on, you know? Yeah, he got He, he been got trying to put y'all on with his game plan. Um, Elizabeth Warren got a game plan. My only thing, Bernie won't win because he wants to see everyone do well. Mm. And everyone doesn't want to see everyone do well. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you... You feel me knocking. <laughs> you feel me knocking. You know what I mean? So that's why he won't win. He's, he's too... I mean, that's that's why they killed JFK. He, he wanted he wanted some real positive changes for the country. And they were like, hey, whoa. No, no, hey. he wasn't sticking to the script. Whoa. That was... Yeah. JFK was writing his own script. Yeah, he was yeah. doing too much. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, as they say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the same reason I think Bernie won't, you know, make it to the end. But... I'm rooting for the guy. Yeah. You ask the right questions in school. You know what they do? Send you to principal's office. You yeah. ask too many questions. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. I know. It happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know who I... <laughs> speaking of school, I just wanted to say this. You know who I was always envious of in school? Who's that? The kid who asked to go to the bathroom got told no and was like, all right, I'm pissed right here. I'm going to the bathroom. Or else I'm pissed right here. Oh. And then he got to go to the bathroom. Oh, that's the hood. That wasn't me. I used to sit there and look at that guy. Just that like, happened at um, Damn. Holy Cross? No, no, that was when I was in middle school. Oh, I was going to say. That Holy Cross. <laughs> they okay. let those types in Holy Cross? <laughs> but when I was in middle school? Nah, man. When I was in middle I've been told, like, no, not right now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been kicked out of class? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a few times. I've been kicked out. It hurt my feelings. Like, I was in. Why he don't want me no more? Bro, you know what I, mean? I got in college. I oh, got, you got kicked out of class in college. No, guy? yeah, I did, but I I got told to stand in the corner in college. <laughs> my freshman year at UConn, I walked. In, I would walk into this econ class late every day. Yeah. Right, I would just walk in late every day, and then I, in the middle of the class, I'd be like, "Oh, I need to go to the bathroom." I would go to the bathroom and I would go downstairs. Yeah, check some check some honeys out down there, buy some chips, and I walk into class. I was so arrogant with it. I would walk into class chewing on, just eating my chips or whatever I had. Yeah, and one time she just had enough, and she was like, "Where were you?" Yeah, half the class. You know what? Stand in the corner. And I didn't know what to do, so I just stood in the corner. <laughs> what else you gonna do? Could have just left. <laughs> That's true, but when you put on a spot like that, yeah, you, know what yeah. I mean? you just wow. And I thought it would make a funny story down the line, and I feel like it has today. <laughs> <laughs> I got told to stand in middle school when I couldn't stop laughing when the health teacher said penis every time. Yeah, why were they mad at you? I, you told me that story before, and you know what? It's still funny to me today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> penis is a funny word. It is, especially at that age. Like, especially it's at this laughing. age, it's funny. <laughs> you know, penis. penis <laughs> it just sounds is funny. Just a funny word, and yeah, I just, <laughs> I just couldn't stop. I remember laughing. we were in, uh, we were in. This was in sixth grade, and this kid, one of my friends, we were reading. Like this, is like you know, when you had to read passages separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. was like this. I still remember the book. It was about a girl named Virginia. And I forget the book's name or whatever it was. It's it's something popular that everyone has has read at one yeah. point. And my friend was like, and then vagina went. <laughs> we just all started laughing. <laughs> he accidentally said that. Oh wow. He accidentally called Virginia vagina. Yeah. A slip of the tongue, it happens, man. It happens on the news with things. Yeah. But we just all started laughing. It's just a funny word. I don't know why. Penis and vagina just sound funnier than their street um counterparts. <laughs> Taking pussy? 
<laughs> what if the teacher said, all right, all right, was pussy better for you? <laughs> I would lose it. This is the milk cock. <laughs> this is funny words, man. I don't this, know. Is, this is the penis, or is what you guys have probably heard more commonly called the cock. The cock, or dick, <laughs> or the pipe, as they say. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, I miss those days. It was I'm a never, different time. Yeah. It was a different time. I feel like... Are they still having health class in school? They Do must. You know? They must. Why would they stop health class? I mean, you know, yo, we live in it. Times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> no, times have changed, but I feel like those things, topics of sexuality and... and uh, Because you can't even, like, how could you teach anyone anymore, especially without being offensive to one gender? If anything, it's probably more... <laughs> it's, it's, it's just... Less discreet than it used to be. Like, I'm thinking back in my day, they used to separate, like, when it got deep and you started, Real like, raw, bringing right? out props, like, Real fake rap. tits and fake balls. Yeah, yeah. They would segregate the class. You know, you got girls feeling on breasts for lumps. You got dudes feeling on nuts for lumps. Now, what if you have a gender-neutral kid who wants to be classified as, you know what I mean? What if they say, I feel like a girl and I want to... Come squeeze some tits with the girls. They'll bring them in. That's what I'm saying. I, I think it's just more, it's just a lot more detailed now. Mm. They just go in depth. Like, who cares? Let's dive. We're going to dive in it. I wish I had I a was, kid. Bro, just I, was, so I could know I had what to the leave hell's going class, on in these man. schools right now. I had to leave my class. Why? Because my dad wouldn't let me sit. Oh, for the health class? Yeah, for third or fourth grade. Like, I saw the oh, video he later let on. You... Yeah, because wow. back then we had the permission slips. Like, oh, whether yeah, you're yeah, comfortable, yeah, you need yeah. your parents' authorization or whatever. Uh-huh. And I wasn't allowed, which is like. Why didn't your. Oh, he didn't want you to know to learn about sex too early? I guess so. But like, sex you going to teach around me, us, man? man? Yeah. The street, if you don't teach me, the street's going to teach me. That's right? what you just said and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. You don't smoke, though. <laughs> Somebody going to teach me. Yeah, health class was fun. Though. So yeah, health class. I I, I missed. Out. I don't think it really impacted me. The most I got from health class was that AIDS tape. That that the scariest movie I ever seen to this day. I don't think I saw. I remember being educated on AIDS. I just know like they had a video, a visual reference of like the house being your body. Yeah, and the white blood cells would be walking in and out of house, and then the AIDS <laughs> would come in and disguise themselves as white blood cells or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, that's what's going on right now. And I'm like, yo, do I have AIDS? And, you know, I got scared. I'm like looking at people. Is she going to have AIDS? You know? You guys are creative with the AIDS, man. Yo, and that, that was to, the, to this day one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. At the time, I was... I was just everything scared me, man. I was yeah. scared of the world, you know. And now you're throwing AIDS no, no, in my AIDS, life. No, AIDS was a scary thing. Yeah, AIDS was a scary thing. I, re- I still remember when we were playing in my backyard. We used to ride bikes with the homies, and we was just riding around on the street. And one of my friends fell right, and he cut yeah. his hand. He was trying to do some trick. Uh huh. And we you had, didn't want to touch his blood. And huh? we just learned about AIDS. I'm like, I'm not touching him. He got AIDS. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I was so stupid that I thought if you touch someone's blood, you got AIDS. That was it. But I mean. It's not a lie. You're not far from the truth. It's just if if you're no no if it's you have blood a, to blood contact. Yeah, but I'm saying if you have a cut and you actually touch someone's butt, like what if your finger was cut? It wasn't. You don't know that. You were a kid. You probably got mad scratches on you, dog. Bro, I'm not. I'm freaking retarded. Like I just hey, <laughs> you look. never like fell off bikes and stuff. When I was a kid, I always had a cut on me, man. I always had a war war wound on me. Let you know I'm in these streets, dude. Are you? <laughs> 
I don't know what's happening right now. I'm saying I can like, see my I hand. Did a lot. I didn't want to touch. I didn't want to touch him with my bare healthy hand. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. he had a cut on his head because I was trying to help him wrap it. Trying uh-huh. to stop the bleeding. I was like, yo, but just bleed out, man. You're just going to have to die here. Yeah, bro. you're just going to let all that AIDS. AIDS out on your own, man. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to come near you. No, yeah, that was, I, I, you didn't see that movie, but I'm sure if you talk to someone who's seen that movie, they'll tell you. It's traumatic. It shook your life up. To this day, I still remember it. So that was memorable. And then when I felt on them fake balls. No, nah, AIDS is, but AIDS yo, is. when I felt on them fake thing. balls is when I start, started to slow down my bike riding in life. Lance Armstrong did that for me. Oh, Lance Armstrong was... When I found out he got cancer, I was like, yo, that's it. I ain't compromising my I didn't even realize it. nothing. I didn't even realize his cancer was caused by bike riding. I thought it was just like... Steroids? You know, people get cancer for no reason No, sometimes. it's because you... There's so much pressure on them from the seat. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. said, yeah. I mean, I learned that in health class. Like, yeah. if, you, if you bounce, if you're riding your bike and you bounce a <laughs> lot... I was like, all right, I'm hanging the bike up. Hanging the bike up. So I hung the bike up. I would have been sitting there like, wait, you mean to tell me cowboys all had ball problems? Because they used to ride around bouncing up and down (laughs) all day, galloping through. They probably did. If you think about it, it's like we don't hear CTE talked about in um, boxing, but we know that it's a thing. We have to imagine. You know, so you have to imagine a lot of cowboys had their share of cancer. A lot of cowboys just laying there, like <laughs> hanging up the the spurs on their feet because they got ball cancer. Yeah, I ain't doing no more shootouts. Uh huh. <laughs> I learned those two things in in health class that really, you know, affected you, affected me, and how I moved in my life. You know, so you really stopped riding bikes after. Yeah. Damn. At that stage, we were in high school, and I wasn't. Riding bikes too much at that time. Yeah, anyways, I don't think. But I, I pretty much after that tape, I just discontinued the bike riding process. Yeah, much, you know, I was, was kind of over it. That's why it was an easy let go for me. It was yeah. like eighth grade, I think, or ninth grade. Yeah, I was, I was like pretty much over this anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to play, you know, other do other things. I'm getting ready mm-hmm. to drive. I'm gonna get my learner's permit in, in a little bit. Yeah, so I was more geared towards that. I wanted the the pocket bikes at that age. I really wanted those. You like, mean the razors? No, the little motorcycles. You ever seen those? Like, oh, yeah, I never got one. Me neither. But I always wanted one. We were less now fortunate. I could get it. It's like, who cares? Just buy a regular <laughs> I mean, motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you, man? It's way too. Childish. You never felt like you wanted to live out a childhood dream. Yeah, I wanted a quad, and I feel like if I could get a quad and realistically have it, yeah, and use it, I would probably. Would. I had a friend who had a quad and. I hurt myself riding it. That's I never. I'm, never I'm good on quads. <laughs> Yo, yeah. them things don't have good stability at all. No, yeah, at easily all. flippable. Easy, easily flippable. But to me, they're more. They're way more dangerous than a dirt bike or something. Yeah, you know, at least a dirt bike acts like an actual bike that you're used to riding. Yeah, exactly. These a things quad you, is like a fake car. Bro, what's going on here? Yeah. This thing is tipping on one wheel and shit. Uh huh. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I agree. But yo, um. What's his name? I wanted to mention Drake dropped two tracks yesterday. Did he? Yeah, two wow. new tracks. Uh, the, I, I saw Lil Usifer dropped a track. Did he? Yeah. What like, song was that? Uh, that Way. It's called That Way. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't even hear about it. I didn't hear it either. I just... And then I saw a meme where, with Soldier Boy. Remember, he was like, he stole my whole flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was um, Backstreet Boys when they heard Lil Uzi Vert's uh, my, That Way track. Because I guess he says, I want it that way in the song. <laughs> he stole my <laughs> whole flow. Yeah, I'm going to have to go listen to it. But that that was a funny meme. 
No, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. I love. So expound on this Drake. You listen to them tracks? The Oozmeister is pretty good. Um, yeah. Huh? Oozmeister. I don't think he's not transcendent to me. I think. I he think is. He, who he, he who he is as a person is transcendent, but I don't think his music is. I think it is. I think he his his sound is really dope, and I feel like a lot of people made a career off. Just you think he started his sound? I think he's a pioneer. We've had this discussion before. No, but about Lil Uzi Vert? Yeah, yeah, we've had this on the podcast before. Interesting. Okay. But, you know, tell me about the uh, um Oh, yeah, the Drake. Drake he situation. put out two tracks, one of which was the video. Remember he was in Marcy Projects where he was, like, scared or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> one of them yeah. is the video from that. Okay. Um, the other song was just corny, man. I didn't really like it. I heard it. I mean, I didn't really give it a full listen because it just didn't tickle my nuts. Uh-huh. So I was just like, you know what? I'm over this shit. And I listened to that bullshit for a little bit and skip. And then the Chicago Freestyle, that was the other one. That one was pretty good. I thought it was good. But, you know, I feel like a lot of his shit be sounding the same now. <laughs> Drake? Yeah. A lot of it be sounding like like the end of Zero to 100. You remember that? Like four years late, dog. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? Like, all his music sounds the same. Even the one he just dropped, Future, didn't I reference the old joint he had? Blow it up, Star 67 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but you're a hater. Like, no, but that song, it's a remake of that song. Kind of, not really. It's just, yo, they both start out. Every time I hear the start of that track, I I hear Star 67. I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot he made a Isn't new. Isn't Star 67 the brand new Beretta, can't wait to let it Is it, it go. that one? Or which one? Line blowing up, yeah, line yeah, blowing yeah. up, that need man, a whole those- thing. Yeah, that's a. Those are different, man. They're the same song. I like you. that one. I mean, but my point is, all his music has a lot of similarities. I'm saying we not, can't not argue just that. the sound, but even like the just the the spoken, the, just the word. <laughs> like the play. lyrics. Did the lyrics sound so similar to like? You remember the end of Zero to Hundred? Yeah. Uh, where he's just kind of going off about life and how. Uh, Magic told me they want you to be the one. Uh, I've been this and that, 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 that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was very similar to that. It was like it was cool. It sounded good. Um, it sounded sounded pretty good, and he was. It was cool. Like, oh yeah, he's spitting right now. But it's so much like everything else. I don't know, man. I think he he got to stop. And the streets see it too. I was talking to one of my young boys. He was like, man, I ain't listening to no Drake, man. Drake just been putting out. He keep keeps making these circles where he's doing um. Uh-huh. Different, all the like he did the Afro beats and he's doing this, he's doing that. I don't know. I think Drake is only appealing to the women these days. Like he always has, he's always appealed yeah. to women. But the other, the others that 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 were supporting him, I don't know. Just seems like they're not really with it no more. I think Drake still has his fans that are ride him to the end. I mean, he's the biggest artist. Yeah, he is the biggest artist. So he's always gonna have some level of support. But uh-huh. I don't know. In recent recent, I mean, recent days, his sound hasn't. How been, long has it been on, been on top now? Over ten years. About ten years. About ten yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, at this point, <laughs> you gotta run out at some point. I mean, remember uh, Lil Wayne? I think was arguably as big as Drake was when Drake was at his peak. Right. And his run came to an end. Mm. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but Lil Wayne's was. It's always the same to me. To me, when I'm on the outside looking in, that's all I am. Just a guy on the outside. Every yeah. time that one of these guys who goes to the tip top falls yeah. down, it's because they're trying, they they kind of veer off of what they do and they try to match somebody else. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Jay-Z's ever been compromised in terms of trying to sound like somebody else. That's true. 
He always stick to his guns. Yeah, I can't argue that. You know, and that's he not- had some, he had some flops in his in his you know career though. And that's cool. That's cool. But he's kind of always held. Held to who he was. Held to who he was. Stay true to himself. Always been regarded like Lil Wayne. Even though you know I'm a really big Lil Wayne fan. Yeah. His new stuff. He veered off. He veered off. He tries to. You're trying to. Conform. His truck fit era, I think, was like some of his worst content. You know, because he was doing the rock band thing and really trying to find a niche in the rock world. Yeah. And he, yeah. There was none there, really. That's uh, you know he could you could hybrid it, but he really tried to do rock music. I think that's a successful man's disease. When <laughs> you just, get too successful, you think you could conquer anything. You do anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just didn't. Drake is still solid, but I just wasn't really feeling the last his even life's good. I wasn't really feeling his part. Future killed, yeah. Future, it. You know, future yo, comes anytime out anytime. Future is featured. I'm see, listening for the feature. Here we go. Another. That's that, I'm, I'm listening. Glad. I'm future, waiting for him. Future had a good sound, right? Mm-hmm. And Future just sticks to what he does. He always comes up with the same, very similar. I'm not yeah. going to say it sounds the same, but it always sounds good, man. It always hits. You can't go wrong with Future. So boy, what, Future. Do you think, what do you think Drake's thing is right now? You think he's just done? Like the run is over? Or no, you I don't think, think he ran out of ideas? No, I, I mean. What are you. No, I'm not going to count Drake out because there's been, ever since he got hot, think about it, right? Mm-hmm. Every time Drake puts out some corny ass song that you're like. Nah, Drake ain't what he used to be. He'll come back with something like crazy. Yeah. Right? Even with like <laughs> charged up. I like, think no, I suck. think what helps him too is that like you you're saying he doesn't stick to his lane, right? I feel like he's been su- successful in so many different lanes that it's almost impossible for him to stick to one lane. Mhm. Because I mean, like you said he did the Afrobeats, people were feeling that. He did his Jamaican thing, people were feeling that. You know, he's the singing, the R&B, people feel that, the rap art. No, the feel rap that. and R&B, that's him. That's who. That's what his whole career was built on, and I yeah. like that. I think that's solid. But I think when he tries to flip up, when you try to flip the flow too much, that's when it gets kind of iffy. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, he's tried so many other things, and people haven't called him out or, you know, rejected him. No, he's been called out. He gets called he out. He just but has so much support that he can't. He reminds His support outweighs the. The hate. The hate, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I think that's gonna continue though. Even though you don't like these tracks, they're still gonna. I be... like one of them. I like one of them. No, but what I'm saying, it generally speaking, they're gonna be accepted. Yeah, they're going to be accepted. That's just it. I have a really it's weird Drake. relationship with Drake, man. I got a <laughs> weird relationship. I got this, like, I hate on him, but <laughs> you love him. Yeah, at the same time, it's so I can't explain it. I think I, I told you I just need a noogie. This dude, <laughs> <laughs> little bro, this man. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know where I stand with Drake. I don't know where you stand. Just, you know, I'm, I've been over him. <laughs> he makes good music. Oh, He's but a this, bad character. This, is, this, is, this goes back to what I said. You don't like biracial people. Oh, my God. Yo, why and I know this? this to be a fact. This is not factual. I have mad biracial. I don't have a lot of biracial friends. But I don't have issues with biracial people. I don't look at people and be like, oh, they're mixed. I don't like them. No, man. No, no, I don't think you do that. It's a subconscious thing for you. I don't agree with you. I don't agree. Every biracial famous person there is, or seemingly biracial, you don't like them. Okay. What is your, like, you, I remember you said this to me a couple of days ago. I felt like your argument was mad weak. So go ahead, go over this again. I just said it. Okay, but give me, like, back it up. Okay, Drake. 
The Rock, Vin Diesel, uh, Bruno Yo, Mars. I don't hate The Rock. I, I don't hate Bruno Mars. Stay talking trash about Bruno Mars. He does crack. That's does, not. That's just he, fact. He does cocaine. Okay, it's not the whatever. same thing. All right, he does cocaine. That's it. That's all I ever say about the guy. I don't like. Oh, I don't think. I never. I don't say he makes bad music. Anytime I heard a Bruno Mars song come on a radio and you were around, <laughs> all I hear. You are lying. That's a lie. No, it's the truth. No, that yo, you're lying. You trying to put That's on? That's not for, true. Trying to put on for some cameras. Man. No, I come yo, big, you're attacking me right now, bro. Come on, you're now. you're attacking me. Nah, and I, it ain't right. I'm That's not, not yo, big. Go lie. Come on, man. I just don't put lie. Up, you I'm, really, you really think that I hate Bruno Mars? Listen, in the court of law. And then what, what do I hate about The Rock again? What do I hate? All his movies are the same. He's not even a good actor. That's not hate. That's he's just a pre- fact. He's a pretty good actor. He's not. He's and then Vin Diesel also. Lackluster actor. He, Come on, he's everything. Worse. Everything I say about these dudes he's are, is, is back. He's gotten worse. It's back. I mean, it, the, I'm not just coming out here with just random, random hate. Like all my hate is fact based. One thing I'll tell you, I'll tell about a the, lot of the people. Bruno Mars thing is just a straight up lie. Like I have nothing against Bruno Mars. I don't love him, but okay. I don't hate him. Okay. You know. Zoe Saldana. I like her. She's, is she mixed? She's Dominican, man. Oh. <laughs> All right, listen, I like mixed people, man. No, no, you don't. Yes, I do. Bro, there's always, I've never seen you support a mixed guy. Never. Or a girl. <laughs> I like mixed people. Bro. Hate on Alicia Keys. Yo, Alicia Keys ruined the house. And I love oh, Alicia Keys. Like, nobody loved Alicia Keys more than me until okay. I found that you, out. You want me to tell you something right no now? No one. Ask. Go back. Go ask. Ask anybody in my family. I would, You know, my sister got me Alicia Keys CD for my for Christmas one year because I loved her that much. Oh, wow. You don't know I'm concerned. my name. Listen. But no, yo, she was a be- she, beautiful singer, beautiful girl. Then she went and took Swiss Beats from another woman. Let me tell you something. And I'm supposed to support that yeah right you want me to tell you something go right ahead now? talk a local guy a right local now. guy no i'm just telling you something all right all right just chill out right now just listen to this because i'm about to no, shut the attacked. city down no you're not yes, in the I court am. of law when the, when the case is presented against you does the defendant say i feel attacked no present <laughs> right, your go thing ahead, man. go ahead go ahead um make your opening a statements local guy in town closing statements. a local guy in your neighborhood right uh-huh who bullshits he's looked at as this a uh, trash guy who lies a lot Okay. But when you lie on a higher higher level, you know what you become? A politician, man. And you cleaned up and you lie with the best of them. You are a high-level hater, meaning you have good-sounding reasons why you hate behind every but hate. Everything that I just said to you is where it stops. I don't know The Rock or Vin Diesel's personal life to care enough to hate them even more than their acting or what I see from them. Yeah, but they already, like, in your eyes... They start at a disadvantage already because they're biracial. Because they already made. Yeah. Yo, yo, that is yo. Stop saying that. That's a lie. That's a lie. Because they do bad movies. Like yo, Crank Dude. I never see his movies. Crank Dude. I hate his movies just as much as I hate uh, Vin Diesel and The Rocks. He's white. He's straight up straight white, right? I'm not saying so. You can dislike people. That's what I'm saying. I dislike people on the basis of what. But I'm just seeing a trend that it's always a biracial in the middle of this. Oh, maybe you know what? I'm starting to think biracials don't have good talent. 
Oh, you ever thought about wow. that? Wow, the hate has stepped up. <laughs> you ever thought about that? This guy just increased <laughs> hate from 87 to 93 grade right, hate. You know what? I didn't mean this that. This is unleaded hate right here. To all my biracial, <laughs> unleaded hate. All my biracial friends, you know, I this just. This guy just said all biracial don't have ta- talent. He put me in a corner and I scratched at him, okay? I didn't mean that. <laughs> you know, I love biracial people. Doesn't seem um, like it. <laughs> Wow, man. Yo, I don't even know what you're talking. Like, this is just so out of left field. Dude, I've never been accused of anything like this. We have on record saying that all biracials don't have talent. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> Yo, biracial homies out nah, there. Nah, you, I you, got you drove me in the yeah, corner. Yeah, I'm practically biracial, to be honest. I'm not, but, you know, I, I, I rep y'all. I'm telling you, man. You know, I got love for you guys. I love The Rock. Vin Diesel's acting skills have Yo, gotten a lot suckier over the is, years. What is Clay Thompson? Um, I think he's a product of biracial. Okay. But who's his biggest fan? Um, this guy I know, me from Idaho. Okay, and then what is uh Steph Curry? I call Steph, Steph Curry. Curry's not biracial, Steph Curry is pure nougat. <laughs> oh, he's yo, is it his mom like biracial? I think both his parents are biracial. But okay, at that so point, he's no race, it cancels out. But yeah. that's my point, he has no real race, he's biracial nonetheless. No, 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 no. Yes, he is. No race, no, he's no race, he's not biracial. So you're saying I, only, I don't like people who are two different races specifically, specifically, or <laughs> yo, this is a lot of this times argument they, just got stupid. A lot of times, you think I'm out here like, all oh, right, too many races, he's good, uh, two races. All right, guy, he's not good. Guy, I never said that. No, that is what you're saying I right say now to me. You lean towards hating on biracials. That's I all I'm don't. saying. I'm, that's all I'm saying. I don't. Like you're you're wrong. Do you're you, just talking. You know man. the guy you just, from. You just felt like attacking me. Yeah, you just sit there. You know what? Say whatever uh, you want. This, you can make this, this podcast all. needs a little spice. Let me just get him riled up. That's what you did. You just can now. yell and shout all you want, but at the end of the uh, day, you haven't proven to anyone, including me, that you are a. Neutral guy, you treat them like I'm everyone else. Mad neutral, they though. start off like if I'm there was a race, neutral. if there was a race, right? Uh-huh. You're gonna place the biracial guy for five steps behind a full race guy, and now he has to run that race in front of your eyes. I'm not How saying would I do that. that you're I, just gonna I hate think him. Purebreds are stronger and more athletic, anyways. Wow. The biracial dude, wow, yeah, wow. that's not true. Yeah. I don't think so. I think the beauty of human beings is that we're not like animals, where animals <laughs> get watered down through their crossbreeding, whereas we, 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 we take the best of both worlds. Look at Zach Levine, man. That dude is athletic as hell. Like the guy. Love like, the guy, actually. Like the guy, right? You like biracials that fall into place. He's quiet. He does his job. That's <laughs> I like how you biracials are. biracials that are good at what they do. And I hate... I hate um, back in the day, full Muhammad, bred people that are bad at what they do. Back in the day, Muhammad Ali used to get hated on because they used to oh say, God, we don't like dude. this black guy who's brash and says what he wants. And that's how you are with biracials. With biracials are quiet. They do their job. They clock in. They clock out. You like them. I think that's just a people thing. It's not a biracial thing. You could say that across the board for anybody. I No, like I, I love I like. love the brash brash ones of, of the bunch. But of, what I'm saying is what I hate in biracial people, I hate in full breeds. Nah. False. Yes. Winston Duke, he was in Us, he's yeah. the tall guy. If he was biracial, you would, wouldn't like him. <laughs> but since he's a full breed, you like him. And I think he's a dope guy. I feel like he deserves the love, but I'm just giving you an even example. Make sense. You think he's dope, and you understand why I like him, but somehow if he was biracial, I wouldn't like That doesn't even make sense. I, I don't, don't think you would like right him. Now. I don't think you would like him. That's, that, well, we'll never know because the dude is black. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what are you going to do? I'm just going to point out the next biracial guy you see and watch you talk junk about Okay, him. yeah, do it. I'm going to start. You. No, I you know dare what? you. Hey, nerve, Nervians. You're just. I'm going to start. First off, I thought I thought The Rock was Hawaiian. Where's the biracial in that? You know. Is he not Hawaiian? You know what he is. What is he? You know he's Samoan in black. Cut it out. No, I didn't know that. I swear on my on my mama, now I he, thought he was Hawaiian. Okay? Hey, so I don't even hate on him on that level. Hey, I listen, hate on him in the fact that he's a sucky actor. Listen, yeah, America. he does really big movies, but he's not compelling. You know what you know what hey America, you know what people do when they feel like Yo. They're, they're losing? They start lying. <laughs> it's an L to L Yo, transition. Shut up. Losing the line. You're, li- you're 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 wrong. You're wrong. I don't even know why I'm up we'll, come back. we'll come I'm back. Done. I'm we'll done. come back. I'm done. I'm done arguing that's foolishness. Man. It doesn't matter. You've Getting already Getting all riled it. up. Yeah, because you said they don't Anywho, have talent. Anywho. You said they don't have no talent, but. Tony Romo. <gasps> Tony Romas. We should have been talking about this. Yeah. $17 million a year. Yeah. A year to be an announcer. Mm-hmm. Listen, man. Hey, man. Say, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm in front of a mic right now. I'm brushing up on my announcement skills. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, OBJ even tweeted out. He was like, man, screw football. I'm about to start announcing. But I think that's too much for an announcer. But uh-huh. I'll give him this. He's clearly doing something that warrants that money. Yeah, he's talented at what he does. I don't. But see that's the too much still. But he's, you know, he's not the, the highest paid person. You know that, right? Who is? Jim Rome. But Jim Rome has his own show. What's your point? Jim Rome has a show. He okay. does other things. That's different. That's different. Okay. That's like, and I said that. I said if 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 Tony Romo is getting seventeen million a year, to for that to be justified, I feel like he has to have his own TV show alongside mm-hmm. announcing. Because to sit there watch football and just talk about what's going, like commentate, I think that's way too much. Mm. I mean, yo, if the guy has a draw, what? Because you know what? There's only what, what was it, eight or nine NFL players right now making that kind of money. <laughs> These people are really putting their lives on the line, man. Their 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 well being. Yeah. So and cut cut from his salary, give him ten million. I mean, whatever you got to do, man. I just feel like they deserve more money if you're gonna put them through that. They're the real show. They're having a bargaining. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I know. And they're not trying to hire the salary cap. So, what do you want Tony Rowan to do about that? I'm not as a Tony player. Romo is not to be blamed for this. It's yeah. not his fault. He's just getting lucky. I'm just yeah. saying that you know. I don't think that that that's fully um, like. Congrats to him. He got. I mean, he got I don't think money. he deserves it, but I get it. Mm-hmm. I just think that's a lot of money for a commentator. <laughs> I don't like again. I don't think he deserves it, but I get why he's getting it. I get why they would give it to him. But if you ask me, I'd say no. You know, because to be honest. He's not the show, even though they're making him the show. They're paying him because he's a sideshow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I want something that's going to gel well and kind of like be necessary but unnoticeable to the game I'm watching. You know what I'm saying? It's just just crazy, man. It's like it's so wild. (laughs) It's just so wild that you could make that much money to just be an announcer where, whereas I, I would say it would be more justified if everyone on the field was making like like NBA salaries. I feel like NBA salaries are solid. Yeah, those are you know it's easier to t- you're taking care of the players and whatever and yeah, kind of tra- the wealth transfers over because the the league itself is making all that money or whatever. But in this situation, Max Kellerman got to get his bread up. He's only making six million. 
per year? Total. His net worth? Mm-hmm. I don't believe those things. The net worth, Googles, you don't know their net worth. Yeah. He's going to get more money, though. He just got a new show, right, on ESPN. Kels? Yeah, he got a, a boxing with Max or something. Oh, good. Like good, a dedicated man. boxing show. Good, good for him. But that's that's how you move up. Like, look at Stephen A. Look how much Stephen A works. Yeah. Right? Stephen A works a lot, man. Yeah, he worked, he worked that dude a lot be at three different sports events at the same time. Mm-hmm. I've seen him calling a fight on the field for the freaking football game and back at the studio for, for a first take. Yeah. They work that guy to the bone, and he's Basketball. making $10 million just now. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, man, $17 million, you better be doing a lot. You better get out there and throw a couple passes, too. And Jim Rome been around. Jim Rome been around since I was a little kid. Yeah. Do you ever seen that video of that football player pulling up on him? Yeah, yeah, where he flipped the table on yeah. him, right? Yeah. So he been around since then. Chris. Call me Chris one more time. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, have you heard Tony Romo do his thing? Um, yeah, yeah. At, he's good at it. So it's hard he to say. He definitely sounds different from everyone else. Like, you know, when he's talking. Like I said, he's calling plays. He really... Brings a perspective that other commentators can't bring because of his experience. experience. Like, he was on the field, what, like four years ago? How yeah. long has Dak Prescott been? Yeah, I think Dak Prescott has been starting for three years now. So about four years ago, mm-hmm. he's been on the field. So he's not too far removed where he's out of touch with how things operate on the field. I now. agree, yeah. But they got plenty of those. They're always bringing in somebody into the studio. Yeah, but they don't do it the way he does, I'm telling you. He just got a he just got a it factor about him. That's all. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't think people are tuning in to hear Tony Romo talk. But are they? I know they're not because I think they are. I think because people watch I know, like people I said, watch football no, before Tony I, Romo. No, when I heard Tony Romo, there's certain people I don't want to hear. Chris Collinsworth, if I know he's calling the game, I'm listening to the game because that dude says some of the wildest, stupid stuff. You just want to listen to laugh at him. Yeah. And Tony Romo's the same way. Like, yo, he I mean, for opposite. But reasons. your team is the Eagles, right? Yeah. Sunday afternoon, you watching the Eagles game and Chris Collinsworth is calling it. Yeah. You're watching the game. But I'm also listening to the wild stuff he's saying. Yeah, but you're watching the game. Regardless. Yeah, but you could do you could tune in for multiple reasons. It's not you can't. You but, know what okay, I mean? You're not limited say, to one. Let's reason. just say they got fucking Joe Blow and somebody else calling. Yeah, the I'm game. gonna still watch the you're game. You're gonna watch the game because your team is playing. Yeah, but it's more entertaining when someone's up there that makes you laugh or whatever as you're watching the game. Oh, for sure. And that's, that's my not point. Making the, but that's not making the difference. That's it, what I'm it, trying to tell it you. It is making the difference. Bro, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Someone is not going to just watch the game. If you have a team you don't care about and then you know homie's going to call the game, you're going to watch that game because you want to hear homie call the game. I've done that. I've watched games I don't care about, but, oh, shoot, Chris Collinsworth calling. This dude would be saying wild stuff. Let me turn the game on. That's it. If Chris, there's, there's a Sunday night game and it's two teams I don't care about, and Chris Collinsworth's not calling it, I might. I'm more than likely not going to watch the game. But if Chris Collinsworth is calling a game with two teams that I don't really care about, I'm going to listen because Chris Collinsworth says some wild stuff. And the same thing goes for Tony Romo. So you're just going to watch a football group? Yeah. Waste two hours of your yes. life to watch a guy commentate? Yeah. You need better things to do, man. But I think that, that's, that's not the point. To. The point is people do it. That's I don't my, think the so. The point I'm making I really is don't think so. I highly, yo, check. 
Check. Ask people. I think people Ask are going to watch football player. Ask, like I've, Ask I, I will say this. Watch football. I'll say this. I talk I'll to people turn who off watch a game. Football. I'll turn off a game for Chris Webber annoying me. Yeah. When I'm watching basketball uh-huh. or Doris Burke saying some dumb stuff, yeah. I'm not going to watch. But I'm not going to tune in to hear Jeff Van Gundy. It's only a, it's a bonus. I'm going to watch that game. Anyway. No, but I'm telling you from first off my experience and the experiences that I've uh, heard from other people when we talk about them. Mm-hmm. People are tuning in for certain reasons, even if it's not just the specific game. If it's a game that is going to play, it's whatever. It's Sunday. You you feel like you should be watching football anyway. And there's a couple games you don't care about. And a dude you happen to like listen to commentate is doing the game you're gonna listen i mean some people are i'm not saying everyone i'm saying there's people out there that will do it that's my point all right but it's not worth 17 million there's no way you could convince me that a guy is getting 17 million dollars who's just commentating because the the game itself is so entertaining that it's america's game for a yeah. reason. It was America's <laughs> game before you Tony Romo. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I reference back to what I said. I don't agree, but I get it. It's, it that's where I stand. I don't agree that he should get seven, $17 million per year or whatever, but I get it. I'm just saying. You guys got like uh, you have guys like Antonio Brown out here rapping the worst songs I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. And because of the injuries they suffered during playing this game. So if anything, any extra salary or monies that's that's available should be going towards players. Or we already realize that they don't care that much because the game is still being played. If they cared, they'd shut football down. But there's too much money to be made, so they're gonna sacrifice the lives of the Antonio Browns of the world to continue making this paper. Of course, you think they're never gonna stop that? Yeah. So, but but at uh, least their, pay their them health, a little more. Their health is not a major. It's not concern. about the health. It's about but getting them more money. Saying. That's what you're saying. To to pay them more. To pay them more. Yeah. Because just because this is a a risk that I'm taking, I get paid more because of the risk that I'm taking. You're not. It's not going to minimize the risk. Okay. What I'm saying is they're bargaining right now. The players are bargaining. I know they're trying to get weed. Yeah. They're trying to get. They're trying to get weed, but they're not trying to get the salary cap raised. So how could you? How could you, as an owner or the the employer, how? Why would you want to pay them more if they don't want to get paid more? Why don't they want to get paid more? I mean, that's not a that's not their major concern right now. Their major concern is weed. That's crazy. So you can't you can't force as an employer your your job is to not pay them more money. Their job is to try to get more money out of you. You're not just gonna go hand it away course, for free. Of course, right? So that's the situation. You know, now if Tony Romo demands this money and. You know, you know, he, he's doing well. The numbers are, 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 the charts are showing that, you know, people are enjoying what he's doing and he's demanding this money and you could give it to him. Why not? But if the players aren't asking for the salary cap to be raised so they could get more money, then, you know, more money in my pocket as an employer. Mm-hmm. I think that's just what it is right there. Uh, like I said before. I don't. I'm. Ha- I'm not mad at him. I ain't hating on him. He's, yeah. he's getting his money. Fuck it. Get your money. But. Seventeen million uh, yo, to the, call the a game right. is you got to point the fingers at the players at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's on because them. Because at the end of the day, even if it wasn't a bargaining situation, if they decided, yo, we're gonna boycott until we get the money we deserve, they'd have to get paid. But none of them are gonna do that because at the end of the day, these are all people who never had nothing and they're just happy to get anything. You get what I'm saying? Like even if, like when you no, never see, had nothing and ridiculous. someone throws twenty million on the table, and deep down you know you probably want a hundred. 
But, yo, I'm going to take this 20 because I never had it and never seen it before in my life. That's what a lot of these players are doing. You get what I'm saying? Like, they deserve the 100 mils. But right now, they're just happy to get the 20. That's crazy. And then, you know, after the game is over and that 20 runs out is when they realize, yo, I probably should have stuck out for that 100. That's crazy. But, yo, you know, like, you can't, yo, lead the horse to the water. But you can't make and what drink. sucks is that there's a, so many examples in front of them, and I'm sure there's OGs that are talking to, to the younger guys. It's just whoever's leading the 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 bargaining is a moron, because mm. like, what are you really fighting for? <laughs> weed, <laughs> like you said. <laughs> That's madness, man. How is weed that important to you? I mean, if they say that that's what helps them get through the games. You know, <laughs> even that, they're doing it in the NBA now. You saw what Kevin Durant said. Yeah, but NBA play, players are getting paid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're getting paid. Yeah, you're getting paid a lot. Yeah. So this is what the players bargain for. Instead of getting paid uh, five hundred to ten thousand, it's going to be six hundred six hundred and ten thousand for a minimum rookie salary. Okay, that sucks. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, if I'm going out there, especially I want because, at least a mil. Especially because this game is not like other sports where your shelf life is not as, unless, you know, quarterbacks last a lot, lot longer. But your shelf life isn't that long in a lot of positions, man. The injuries you take, the hits you take, mm-hmm. that you might not even get another contract. And to go against what you were saying about their health, they're also the new bargaining agreement is going to have a 17-game NFL season. They're raising the number of regular season games to 17. I've heard, yeah. Now, if you're a player and you're concerned about your health and well-being, why would you ever agree to something like that? Listen, you keep talking about health. Health is No one cares no, about health. Point, you see a sport like boxing and UFC, UFC is thriving. Yeah. Health don't matter. It's about getting more money because UFC, if you're going to risk it, if you're going to risk it, then you might as well get something more out of it. Mm-hmm. There should be more reward. But it's not. forget the players. How about you could even transfer that money across the league to different people in the league that maybe they need it more. Mm-hmm. Whether it be security personnel at the arena or referees or cheerleaders or whoever else is being underpaid. Yeah. $17 million for one guy to talk, just give his comments during the game, I think is super excessive. Unless he's doing his own TV show on the side where he's dedicating a little more time. I, I, you know, I don't disagree with you, big dog. I don't. That's all I'm saying. I don't disagree with you, but I'm telling you, I know why. You know, I mean, I get, I see why they move this way. You know, that's it. It sucks, but yo, you know, these players got to stand up for themselves. First off, they shouldn't agree to seventeen games. They shouldn't. Yeah, no, that's too much. Secondly, you should be getting a, every NFL rookie contract should be at least a minimum of a million. Yeah, I mean, the NFL got the money. <laughs> yo, they're one of the most lucrative. Uh, yeah, and they love to make the excuse like, oh, there's the so many, so many guys on the team, but. You're making money hand Mad over fist, money. you know? Yes, they make a lot of money. Um, so. This guy, uh, what's his name? The owner of the Jaguars, he was talking about it. He was like, man, this is the most amazing business I've ever been in. Mm-hmm. They asked him, like, why? He was like, because it's the only business I've ever been. He's like, we haven't won a game. Like, we haven't had a successful season in a while. Yeah. But we're, we've been profitable every year since I've owned this team. Yeah. This is the only business I know that you could suck and still make money. Shout out to Roger Goodell, man. <laughs> you making them boys money. But um, That's how I go. Yeah. 
Let's wrap it up, BT. Yeah. We out of here? No what's eating at you for this week? No. Nothing? No, not really. Yeah, I feel like we got to went off on Tony Romo real quick. <laughs> Shout out Tony Romo. Rich ass. <laughs> but all right. Peace out. It's Nerve. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Nerve Podcast. And be sure to subscribe to The Nerve with G-Cams and Razor Ralph on iTunes and SoundCloud.